It's time for the Riley and Rookie Show, segment of the week. This is one of my favorite times of the year in football season, aside from actual football season. And that's free agency period, a lot changing in the NFL, a lot of moving parts. Um, some happened before the deadline, or some, not deadline, some happened before like free agency opened with trades. I know we heard DeMarco Murray was going to be going to the Titans and yeah. stuff like that, but lots of moving pieces. Uh, we've graded the entire NFL before, but this year, with the Lions being, it's been quiet because it hasn't been big names, but they've made a lot of moves. They've made... They've done things within the system, too, a lot of re-signings and stuff like that. So we want to grade the Lions' free agency thus far. Still a lot of time left. Still a lot of money left. I mean, the Lions entered this free agency after Calvin announced retirement. They entered free agency with something like $41 million to play with. Yeah. So let's let's take a look at that. Jake, I sent you an article with uh, the, the list of players who have come back mm -hmm. and uh, left. Give me, before we get into actual grades, give me some things that stand out to you as positive and maybe some things that stand out as negative. Yeah, it's. I, I was taking a look at this, and I feel kind of middle uh, middle of the road here because I don't think they've really done anything great. I don't think they've done anything stupid yet either. There's still some moves that I think uh, they need to make, one being uh, Stephen Tullock, still unsigned. We talked about that before. Well, no, 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 no. Well, they haven't <laughs> no, officially. No, hold on. Go hold ahead. On. Go Let ahead. me explain this since you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Stephen Tullock is under contract. He released a statement essentially saying, thank you for the Lions, thank you to the fans for the great memories, but it's, I'm moving on. Which people took that as, okay, the Lions plan to cut Stephen Tulloch. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> well, that, that has not... Wait, Jake, that right there, Jake pointed to something and said, that's what I'm going by. It says, although he was expected to be released, that suggests he has a contract. Yeah, I know that. You you explained to me that he that he still had his, his roster bonus and everything, well, but it's n nothing is official yet. Well, what's happened is... Even though people thought he was going to be gone, the Lions have now paid him a $500,000 signing bonus, or I'm not signing bonus, roster bonus, and he wasn't expected to be on the roster, so a lot of confusion there, uh, whether they're going to trade him or whether they're going to cut him or if he's going to play, but I wouldn't say he's unsigned. Okay, well, that's just the thing that I'm waiting to be resolved is, is okay. all I was, is all I was getting at. Better word choice. I'm waiting for the Stephen Tulloch situation to get resolved. Um, the one thing I'm not a huge fan of, is both uh, Ehedebo and Issa abdul Kadus. Well, Ehedebo, I'm not sure exactly what his... It says it's been reported he will not be back with the Lions. Hasn't been picked up by anybody else uh, just yet. But Issa abdul Kadus already been signed uh, by the Dolphins. I kind of liked our safety core, and we've talked for a, for a while about what needs to be done to uh, make that secondary elite. And while I'm all for that, it's it's a little difficult to to see those guys go. So I I wouldn't say I, I don't like it. I wouldn't say I do like it. But you got rid of those two safeties. Um, and but you brought in a new guy. You brought in somebody like Raphael Bush, who you know if you're a Lions fan and you have a Bush jersey, <laughs> you're still good to go as long as he picks number 21. I know Saints fans uh, were happy when he came along. We're rocking that number 25 Bush jersey. Didn't have to didn't have to burn any any jerseys or throw anything away. Um, but he seems pretty promising, young guy as a safety. Hurt you know, a let lot. Me, let me see. That's his what, issue, is he can't stay healthy. Is that When then, he's been on the field, he's been pretty good. But the positive there is they went out and got depth into Von Wilson. They, they've already signed two safeties. Yeah, and, and the, the Raphael Bush one is a, is a one-year deal. What's the Tavon Wilson one? Uh, I believe it's two years. It's, it's very cheap. Okay. But 
So yeah. I can live with that. Yeah, when I you're, take, you're making a development type of thing. Uh, here. When I take a look at, you know, Jake, I asked you for the positives and the negatives. Uh, when I take a look at what I really don't like, it's the Haloti Nada signing. I wanted Nada back. See, that's what I find that's weird because man. you you had okay, so it's the money then because yeah. you had said that you would like to get Haloti uh, Nada back. Yeah, but in our game, he cost me a million dollars. In real life, he that, cost them next. That's seven. true. <laughs> we were we were doing it a little different than the NFL or NHL. I'm sorry, NFL actually works. And I don't hate it. I mean, I I can live with it. But, I mean, you're giving a, a old, often injured defensive tackle a lot of money. I mean, that's the one that, that I look at and I, I'm concerned with. Now, if I look at something and say I love it, you know, I don't know that there's a single signing here that I can say that about. I like Marvin Jones a lot. It's a little oh, bit more money. Gonna say. It's a little bit more money than I wanted to spend at wide receiver. Yeah, but here's my thing. I, I wouldn't say I love it either. I'm on the verge. I I would put that one as I I really like that one. And Marvin Jones, not somebody I was too familiar with until we kind of talked about it in the office back there. I mean, we need a wide receiver. Um, maybe it was a little too much money, but you got him for I think it's four years, four or five years. He's young. It's he's five years at forty million. Okay. Uh, he's young. He's like twenty five years old. He's something that you can. De- he's someone that you can develop uh, long term. And it's not like he's gonna come in here and and not. I think he will make an impact immediately. You you had uh, said that you know he's playing along with guys like Giovanni Bernard, with Tyler Eifert, with if AJ you're somebody Green. Who was not a fan of the signing, and I'm not in love with it. Let me make you feel a little bit better, real quick. I don't. If if you say you're not a fan of the Marvin Jones signing, I think you're wrong. You don't <laughs> have to be in love with it, but I, that's my opinion. Well, really. let me let me make you feel a little bit better. Marvin Jones is a hidden talent, if there ever as it was one. You got to look at the guys who were getting touches ahead of him. I mean, AJ Green is a top ten wide receiver, safely a top ten wide receiver in the NFL. Tyler Eifert this year broke out. I think Tyler Eifert is going to be in the same category as Gronk. So now we're talking about two of the top ten, not just wide receivers, but two of the top ten receivers in the league. Then you got Jeremy Hill, who's, in my honest eyes, I don't think he's as good as the carries he gets suggest. I think Bernard's the better running back, but he's the number one. And then I think their number two running back is better than number one. There's just so many guys touching the ball that it takes away from Marvin Jones, and he still has had some success. Yeah, I mean, I I watched a... a a brief highlight reel before the show too. I mean, he's an impressive player. He has talent. It's it's definitely a smart thing. And you, also, you have to realize. I mean, just because that's the one wide receiver we've signed doesn't mean we're done looking at wide receivers. You know, it was a weak wide wide receiver class though. And that's the other thing. You went out and got the best wide receiver in this class. You might have overpaid him, but you got the best guy. Now I got a question for for you, Brendan. You said you think that that one you may have overpaid him, and you think they gave Haloti Nada too much money. Do you think the fact that they had so much money after Calvin Johnson leaving made them maybe a little less diligent than they should be? That like they were just like, ah, we got some extra money. Sure, let's secure these deals. Mm, here's what I think. I don't think that that's stupid. I think that Marvin Jones is a signing in which they believe he's better than I do. And I like him. I think that they honestly believe Marvin Jones can be a top-end wide receiver. And if they if he can be, $8 million is a good deal. You know what I think it's mostly a product of, though, at the wide receiver one, is that it was a weak wide receiver class. And that means wide receivers are going to get overpaid. It's just, I mean, supply and demand. If there's not good mm-hmm. wide receivers, he's going to make more money. Right. Uh, so I think that's what happened with that one. Uh, at Haloti Nada... That one confuses me a bit more. My only thought, 
is watching the way that Bob Quinn has handled this, it's very clear he values depth. Yeah. He values cap flexibility. And most of these deals have either been A, short-term, B, cheap, or C, both. Haloti Nada, a little expensive for my taste. It's only two years. You know, you're not stuck in this deal for a really long time. I'm kind of surprised it was th- a two-year deal. I think it was a... I ne- think it should have been a one-year deal. I, I'm thinking that they weren't going to get him at one year. I, it's hard for me to believe they wanted to give him two years if they didn't have to. Um, you know, I think the DT situation was scary. Tyron Walker was a free agent. Haloti Nada was a free agent. The only guys you had under contract were Gabe Wright and Karan Reed. I think, I think that that was just a situation of we need somebody, let's just sure it up, and then move on. I can live with every move they've made so far. I don't look yeah. at a single move and hate it. I don't look at a single move and love it. That kind of gives you an idea of where my grade is going to be. Right. You might be caught off guard a little bit. Um, the other thing that's kind of stuck out stuck out to me, uh, just guys that we've re-signed. I take a look at Dan Orlovsky. He was here a while back. Um, I'm not. I'll sure. I'll go ahead and mention the running out of the back of the end zone safety. Uh, <laughs> then he went to Indianapolis. Now he's back here. I, I don't know. He's he's an older guy. If you're going to go ahead and, and sign a quarterback in free agency, why not go out and get a younger guy that you can build under Matt Stafford? And like like you had said to me before the show, it doesn't mean that they're done looking for quarterbacks. You can keep three quarterbacks on your roster. But, Let's, but this looks like – I know we have new management in here, but this looks like something that the old Lions would do. Just like keep those dudes in their system because, well, they've sort of helped us out previously. you got to move on from Orlovsky. He's not worth eight. it. Three seven zero four two seven four. What do you guys grade the Lions free agency? Jake, let's move on to our actual grade. Okay. What do you got? I'm giving them a B, just because, like I said in, in the beginning, and I think we're kind of on the same page. There's nothing I love. There's nothing I hate. I mean, I, I do really like the Marvin Jones one. I don't know how I feel about the safety situation, and the Dan Orlovsky one kind of bugs me too. Um, so I'm I'm sitting with a solid B. I think they can still do something going forward. Now, listening to what I've had to say so far, Jake, can you give me a guess on what you think I'm going to do? I think you're probably around the same, like in between. I think you're in the B range, B minus to B Here's what I'm going to say. Plus. In terms of the players the Lions have brought in, I'm going to give it a B. Okay. I like the players. I don't love the players. Now, in the here's where, here's where I move See, up. See, this is smart. We should have divided, divided but, but go ahead. Here's where I move up. They move from a B to a B plus because of how much money is left over. See, now if they are relatively done, they can sign uh, some, sign some extensions like a guy like Darius yeah. Lay, or they could even let it sit because now you can carry over leftover money. That's huge. That's underrated. I was going to ask you, do you know what what they have left now? But you don't have. The I figure? don't know. I don't have the number up. Fifteen to twenty million dollars, probably. I just figured if you were the person that would know. I mean, if anybody would know that, it, you would be the Fif- person. <laughs> Fifteen to twenty ballpark, about. I would say some of these deals, the exact uh, details haven't come out yet, which makes it kind of tough. Right. But I would say about fifteen to twenty. So I move from a B to a B plus because of how much money is left over. You can sign more free agents. You can sign extensions. You can carry over. There's a lot you can do with that. And then I'm gonna bump it from a B plus to an A minus. Because of long-term flexibility. Because there's only one contract on that he signed this free agency that even affects you more than two years down the road. And that's Marvin Jones. See, I think that Bob Quinn... Here's the thing. What makes it tough for me, Jake, is I have said since the start of last year, this was a year I thought the Lions could really make some noise. Because no major free agents were going to be lost. Lots of money to spend. Some good draft picks. 
No These major. moves are not the moves you make to be the contender this year. They're not. What they are is the moves you make to allow yourself to build a contender. And that is why I give it an A minus. That's smart. It, I think that that shows that you're you're looking at the big picture because I mean we've put up so long with being let's set up our team to win in the next few years and it just uh, you know it just doesn't happen. But with new management in place, I can agree with that. You're looking at the quiet things, the small things. Um, for we've me, talked on this show before about like with the Tigers, we did do you rebuild or reload? Right. I think this is a case of reloading. It's like. Okay, we're not really a contender, but we're also not. You have, have a, you have a foundation, right? Yeah. No, I I agree. I, I I don't agree with the A minus, but I think you had good points in bumping yourself up. I I think if we were to take a look at some other teams, and you look at who who deserved an A minus, not because of the way that they structured their contract, but because of the players brought in, you might I don't know reconsider. All right, you got do you have something else to say? No, I'm. Let's I'm take a break. We said we're going to talk Red Wings again. Let's do that next. The Wings in some serious danger of missing the playoffs now. All of a sudden, two weeks ago, we thought it was almost a lock they were in. But let's talk about should they miss the playoffs? What are the expectations put on Blashill for next year? If you want to participate, 248-370-4274. This is the Riley Rookie Show, WXOU 88.3. Catch us live on Tuesdays from 1 to 2 on 88.3 FM or WXOU.org.